0: Welcome to episode two of the Biz Owner Three Hundred and Sixty series. This is a part of the Zero to WTB Zero to Ten podcast, which is a, a new weekly series that I've launched. And if you didn't catch episode one, I would highly encourage you to go back in and take a listen to it. And as a quick reminder, each of these episodes in the series, I will focus on a single topic. I will be guess free and get straight to the point. Last episode, I broke down why ten million in revenue should be your initial target. That's assuming once you get past, you know, the hustle phase of, of building your business where you are doing everything, right? Your sales, your delivery, your product. And I'm also going to assume that you've got a good product market fit and there's opportunity for you to go get more business. You just either don't have the capacity to do it or you don't know how to reach more people. And that's kind of the start of, of, of this episode today is, you know, we want to give you the tools, uh, and the opportunity to achieve your optimal financial flexibility and time freedom, which goes back to episode one where we talk about the $10 million. Anyway, on this episode, I'm focusing on the number one blocker that keeps business and business owners from getting to that point. And basically, as you can't get out of your own way and do everything. We talk about in the early stages hustle. You have to hustle. You have to grow your business. You are your business and you're growing it. You're bringing customers on. But again, the number one block here is, is usually the owner themselves, right? So you get to a certain point and what I've coined this phrase is, is owner's capacity. And if anybody has been in a business and run in a business, I've been there, it's you hit your capacity, right? If you sell another customer, you won't be able to service it. Or at this point, if you're servicing a customer, you're not out selling. So basically you've run out of time good problem, which means you've got some good revenue, you've got some good customers, but you can't do this alone anymore. Um, And it's a vicious circle. Almost every, I shouldn't say almost every, I don't think I've spoken to an owner or a founder that I've either worked with or uh, interviewed on the podcast didn't have to cross this threshold. I mean, it makes sense. You just can't build a scalable organization from day one unless you raised a ton of funds But as a bootstrapper, that's almost impossible. So this is not an uncommon problem. And I would say this is the biggest reason why business owners can't get to that that next level of their business is because they have to move beyond themselves. So this is where having a system or at least a plan in place of how to break through is critical. Uh, A lot of founders will like to just hire that next person. Well, I I just had a head of sales, I could scale my business, or I need to bring in some marketing support, which yes, that may be the point, but B2B growth is very nuanced and there's multiple levers, right? It's around process. It's about the people that are gonna drive it. It's how do you connect with those new customers? And if you connect them, do you have the ability to process the leads? And then do you have the ability to service them? If you're in a service business, do you have enough people to be able to do it? So the good thing is there's opportunities to do it. You don't have to, you know, learn that learning curve yourself, which most of the founders and owners I've spoken to had done uh, to be able to get to that 10 million. I think the core concept of this is what was successful for you growing your business to this point was one-to-one, right? Hey, if I can just get in front of that prospect, I'll be able to sell them and get them to the business, which is fantastic. And hopefully you've learned a lot, but in order to really move the needle and get to that flexibility and freedom as a business owner, you've got to transition from the one-to-one to to the one-to-many. And at the end of the day, that's going to be digital, and that's how you connect with the prospects and folks that don't know you um, in order to move that the, the needle on your business. There's definitely things, and we'll talk about how to get more out of your current customer base from an expansion standpoint. What do you do to keep the customer so you're not losing the revenue that you always have? But At the end of the day, you're going to have to bring in new logos, and you're going to have to do it at scale to get your business to the level where you need it. Um, We'll get into the the inbound lead creations and connecting with customers in in a future episode. So my recommendation at this point is, is to take a look at the specifics of your business, where you're spending the bulk of your time, and frankly, what's not getting done, right? There's things that we found where we'll procrastinate right? if we don't actually enjoy doing the task, just won't get done. And this is part of that bottleneck of the business. The concept of all this is also from a, a great and fantastic new book I just read called Who Not How. And the authors, I think is Dan Sullivan and, and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And their concept is really something I'm embracing. And I've kind of was doing it unintentionally in the past. And it's really to get people to stop thinking about how things get done. So what does that process look like? And what am I gonna have to do in order to get that done? But take it up a notch and think about it from a, a who standpoint, right? Who can get this done? And I think for too long we viewed having people more as a delegation, right? You've probably read books or you've heard podcast really talk about bringing people in, but it's a delegation. I think if you change that, that approach and think about it more of a collaboration, there are people for every job that actually like to do that job and are probably better than you in that job. And if you start to look at it, how do we make this a partnership? And I'm not saying just, you know, they're going to partner with you, but bring those pieces together, find the people that are really good, good at it, and then move it in. Now, when I talk about finding that who... You know, that could be a a new hire right if you've got the capacity and the need to bring somebody in full time perfect could be a contractor could be a a marketing agency that's really good works well with what your business looks like. Or it could be a a channel partner, so the who doesn't necessarily have to be with on your staff, but you really do need to think about and have a plan in place to make sure that you're bringing um the right who's starting to sound like a, a dr seuss episode but trust me if you read the book you'll you'll completely grasp the idea of what they're they're talking about and the way i think about it a much larger analogy if you think about it as a a major motion picture right all those people come together for that that movie bring their skill sets so you have the actors you have the screenwriters you have the, the production folks you got the set design you got the stunt people all come together to build this really cool product and then they go They go on their way. Now with your work, some people may st- stick around after you achieve what those goals are, but it's a really good way of thinking about it. you wanna bring the best in to help you in each of those areas. So, and like I said, in each, in the future episode, I'll, I'll break down, you know, and help you think about, you know, the who's that you could bring in and give you a, a framework to, to work through this. Again, I think this process and methodology is going to be a much lower, uh, learning curve is gonna be much less, right? You're gonna be able to get through this with much fewer mistakes and you know, get close to your goal quicker. Again, I think the key to this is think of a collaboration, not delegation. And at the end of the day, the bottom line is a business owner, you need to be thinking and focusing on what you're good at and start working with the folks that are good at what they do. This is the first step of, of breaking free and stop getting in your own way. In summary, you know, I think breaking through this owner capacity threshold is more of a mind shift and a strategy and being super intentional about it. In the next episode, I'll break down how changes in the B2B state space have shifted the buyer level and expectation levels before we get into the system that'll help you, you know, minimize your, your learning curve, as I talked about, and put a plan in place to, to grow your business. But I you want to emphasize what we'll talk about on the next episode, is really the changing landscape, right? That the pandemic has basically forced the digital-first model. And that's where I'm super excited about the opportunity for small and medium-sized businesses. They can pivot much quicker than these larger companies who are still trying to figure out how they make this transition, right? If you do it right, right, there's an opportunity to grow your business faster, but also take a lot of unnecessary expense and frictions out of the process. Anyway, we'll save that for another episode. Thank you for listening. And if you do have any questions, please do send me a note. I will try to address them in future episodes or let you know. Also, if you enjoy this, please do subscribe to the B2B Zero to Ten podcast. Cheers. And until next episode, have a great day.